It's just, it's hard, isn't it? Being in your 20s, we're trying to figure out our place in this world, who we are as people, and while navigating boys and sex, money, family, friends, mental health, and the list goes on. It's just, it's an odd age. Hello guys, and welcome back to Gracefully Ungraceful, the podcast. Um, You're back with me, Tamar, your host. I know it's been a little bit of time since I have spoken to you guys um, last. It was probably three weeks ago. I've been super crazy busy and haven't really had a chance to sit down and record and get an episode out like I have wanted to, but I'm here today. I've got this done for you, and I'm super excited for you to listen to it. Um, I do just want to say a really big sorry because the audio today is munted. Half of it is done on my mic. Half of it is done through my computer because my microphone decided to have a little moment. You will hear it. It's pretty crappy. Like, I don't know. We're taking it back today. We're going to get it sorted. But yeah, so the audio is a bit all over the place. Um, But yeah. Hello. I'm happy to be back. Have fun. Today's episode is going to be talking about being a 20-year-old and the pressure that we can feel to have to be at a certain place by a certain time in our lives and kind of just talking about that timeline and how really it's going to be different for everyone and it changes anyway. So I guess talking a little bit about myself and my timeline, bunny ear quotation marks, making that... (laughs) I have not followed it at all. You know, I have gone up and down. I've done things recently that you would do when you're 18 years old. I, you know, have not followed any form of correct or, you know, pressurized from parents or society timeline. Um, I guess going back to when high school finished, I graduated high school and I was very determined that I was going to go straight to university. I was going to study a three-year bachelor's degree in psychology, do my honours year, and then go on and do a two-year master's degree and work as a clinical psychologist. And look, I really couldn't be further away from that now if I tried, but at 17 years old, that was what I was going to do. And I did want to do it. I, you know, I wasn't feeling like I had to. My parents weren't making me feel like, oh, you have to do this. But um, I definitely didn't take that pathway. It definitely wasn't where I went. And it has gone up and down a hundred times. So I studied 12 months of my Bachelor of Psychology. I enjoyed it. And Halfway through the year, I injured myself and had to move back home, have um, surgery on an injury. And I kind of just didn't care about uni anymore. I just didn't really have any motivation. I didn't want to do it. I was sick of it. And I think I failed two out of my four subjects and like barely passed the other two. So I just was not having a bar of it. Did not want to be there. And... The following year, so I had moved to Brisbane for university because I grew up in a little town that didn't have a uni at it. Um, I was about two and a half hours away from Brisbane and I decided to move back home the following year and go to a more local uni, which was an hour away, and study nursing, which, again, not really something I wanted to do, but I felt that pressure to have a degree or to say, I'm at uni, I'm studying this. When a person would ask me, what do you do? Oh, I work, but I'm also studying this. 
and I felt that pressure I was like okay shit fuck I need to find something to do and I yeah enrolled into Bachelor of Nursing did 12 months um not for me (laughs) not for me at all I I did enjoy it but it's just no not new contrary to my dad my dad would probably you know pee himself with excitement if I said that I was going back to finish my nursing degree but this was not for me um from there I then went to study 12 months of a sport and exercise science degree at the same university still living at home different degree I loved this I really did because I was very into my fitness um and it's something obviously now I'm a personal trainer and a fitness instructor so obviously it's something that I really liked but again, uni just, it wasn't it. You know, I did the 12 months, loved what I was doing. I still failed subjects. I didn't pass, you know. And um, yeah, it took me a little bit of time to realize that I don't have to say that I'm at uni, you know. Um, I don't have to tag that onto an end of a conversation when I meet one of my mum's friends or when I say this is what I do I don't have to say oh I'm also studying this like it's okay to say that I'm working or to say that I don't know what I'm doing right now I'm figuring it out and so I did the 12 months of the sports science degree and I eventually just kind of had to say okay you're not achieving anything you need to stop And um, that was when I decided to go and study my certificate three and four in fitness. So I moved back to Brisbane for that. So that was a paid course that I did through a private company. Um, And funnily enough, I went back to my psychology degree that I had started when I was 18. And again, I didn't want to do it, but I felt that pressure to be at uni even though I was studying certificates and going to be moving into a career I was still like oh you know my family wants me to have a degree I want to have a piece of paper so that when people ask I can say oh I've got this um same story exact same story failed everything basically um put my heart and my soul into my cert three and four did really well with that and yeah the uni degree just really got swept to the side And eventually, I just had to say to myself, that's enough. You need to stop, like, get out of uni and focus on working. And um, I did. And so I guess moving from that part of my life where I just was always like, oh, my God, I have to be studying. I have to be at uni. Um, Into working basically full time was probably one of the, like, best growth periods of my life I did a lot of maturing in that time I had to have a lot more responsibility I had to be um you know I had to be a bigger adult I had to do all the normal life adult things and I was entering basically the workforce full-time and you know I guess when I talk about this timeline and how I'm always I'm like oh uni 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 it obviously depends on the pressures that you feel and Um, the way that you're brought up and what values and stuff are instilled into you and and for me my parents had always said you know university education that's so important and I definitely do value that but I think that we have to remember that we all take different pathways and I know that it's a big kind of core value for my family 
for my brother and I to graduate uni and to come out with a degree and get a good full-time job but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right thing to do for me um and I guess my parents probably hate it (laughs) they're probably like can you just get a full-time job that pays your super that pays your tax but (laughs) I'm so I just rebel against them so much and I'm like no I want to I want to do this and I want to do this and I don't know what I want to do and I just want to keep fiddling around and figuring it out. Um, But I think that it's what makes you happy that matters. And right now what I'm doing makes me happy. Um, And, you know, when I graduated my cert three and four and I dropped out of uni and I really worked full time in fitness, I really found a love for what I was doing. And I through a lot of different trainings and working for different companies and meeting different people and learning, I found that I have a real passion for certain aspects of fitness. And I now kind of have an idea of what I want to do. And I'm 24, you know? I look back at myself at 17 in grade 12 going, okay, I want to be a clinical psychologist, you know? I want to work in a private practice and I just I would not pick that now I I wouldn't and I think that's okay you know I think that it's okay to have no idea what you want to do and to fumble around um and it's also okay to be the other way I look at myself and I am working in a I guess a trade and I've finally figured out you know a pathway that I want to go down and it's just as amazing. So I think they're remembering you don't have to get there now. You don't have to, in the present moment, right now, know what you want to do. Because if you had have asked me at 17 what I would be doing right now, I probably would be saying I, I, I don't know, maybe have just graduated my master's or be working in a psychologist's office. And I can say now, hand on my heart, that will never happen. I don't think I will ever go back to that and take up that job. So things change. People change. We try different things. We meet new people. We go different places. And our timeline's going to change. And I think career-wise, you don't have to put that pressure on yourself to get there right now. If you're, if you're 29 and you're starting a six-year degree doesn't matter you know what you will get there and you will finish it if it's something that you want to do even if it takes you 12 years me right now at 24 I'm back at university I'm back studying a sport and exercise science degree and I really don't care if it takes me the three years or if it takes me longer because I know that it's something that I want to do but I'm not going to put pressure on myself to finish it by a certain time because I know that it doesn't work for me anyway And I know that I want to do it, so I will get it done. And it's okay if I don't smash it out in three years. So I think bearing that in mind with, you know, careers and and knowing that you don't have to be where everyone else is, is so important because we can feel so much pressure, especially when you look around the world outside and you think, oh, why aren't I better, you know, why don't I own a house at 24 or why don't I have a pet dog? (laughs) 
but it doesn't matter you know as long as you are happy as long as you are healthy and you enjoy where you're at right now in your life that is all that matters it's another aspect of the timeline bunny ears again going around that <laughs> is um looking at dating and you know marriage and kids and so on and i know that anyone that knows me knows that i'm just <laughs> i just have fun <laughs> i'm a bit of an idiot um i think my mother hates that every time i talk to her she asks me why can't you just get a nice boyfriend why can't you just do this um and i think as much as it drives her nuts that i can't her asking me that drives me just as wild and you know being 24 i i know where they're coming from i am sure that they would love to see me with someone see me happy see me starting a life with someone um which I totally get, but you don't have to have a partner to be happy and to be successful and to have a track or a pathway in life. You, you don't have to. I think that we as females get a lot of pressure put on us to like, you know, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a partner? Are you seeing anyone? Oh, that boy is really cute. You should go and talk to him. And it's like, fuck off Helen I don't want to I'm perfectly happy on my own right now and you know I guess we go through phases I've definitely been through phases where I'm like oh my god I just want to be with someone I want someone to love me but then you know I also go through phases where I'm like fuck no fuck no I could not think of anything fucking worse so (laughs) um I think that it's a big part of this like timeline is you know we all just want to be there and I think we don't have to be we don't have to have someone you know I mean look at the rate of divorce like fuck I could get married at 20 and then be divorced at 30 and be back to fucking square one and that would bloody suck sure you get some life lessons in there but like fuck that you know I mean if you don't find your person until you're 55 years old it's fine it's totally fine it doesn't matter as long as you're happy and you're not feeling pressured and like people want you to be somewhere that you don't want to be and then you go and do something you don't want to do it's fine i look at a lot of my friends and yeah it's just like a mixed bag half of us are just fucking around and then half are you know some are engaged some are in long-term relationships and i love it i love it all because we're all living our lives and we're all happy and we're all doing what the fuck we want to to get to where we're going to feel our best and I think that's important you know every time I talk to my mom I say mom no I'm no I do not have to have a boyfriend to be a complete whole person I'm fine how I am and you know that's where you do things like self-care and learning to love yourself because you honestly things happen when they're meant to happen and when when you're in your best place is when you're going to do the best things and meet the best people and achieve what you want to and I think that it's important to put yourself first and not you know be worried about going out and finding someone I've I've so been there and it just doesn't work I can guarantee it 100% does not work 
you find the boys that do not want a relationship and then you get sad because you want one and you're like "Mm, why don't they love me but it's because you're looking in the wrong places and you're not in a good headspace either so it just it doesn't work i think the universe knows exactly what the fuck you're doing and they're like no bitch i'm blocking you you're not going to no and then you just cry you just cry because you're like cool i'm not good enough but really You need to work on yourself and make yourself feel better and whole and happy. And then it'll come when it's meant to. And I think that as females, we can face it a little bit more than guys can. I remember growing up, even as a teenager, you know, 13 years old, 16 years old. And then as a young adult, going to family events. um, I don't really go to them now. But back then, going to family events and it would always be one of the first questions that I would get asked is, oh, are you, do you have a boyfriend? You know, is there any boys that you like? What about that boy that you play soccer with? I never played soccer. (laughs) Never played soccer. But (laughs) figuratively, let's pretend that I played soccer. And yeah, it was just always one of the first questions. And I always hated it. I just, I hated it. Because I was like, there's a lot more to me than whether I'm dating a boy or whether I have a crush on someone. Like, at 14 years old, I was like, excuse me, do you want to ask me about how my schoolwork's going or how my sport or my dance is going? Like, I'm not just defined by having a crush on a boy or a boy beside me. And I think I kind of always rebelled against this a little bit. You know, you ask my parents, I never had a boyfriend in high school, in primary school. I had crushes, but I never dated anyone. I I don't know. I just, I wanted to be me and I wanted to achieve my things and have people ask me questions about how I was, I guess, sounds a bit selfish and a bit like, "Mm, I want to be attention, me, but I just never wanted to be defined by another person and never wanted to be all about that. I liked having my own sense of individuality and I liked it when people would ask how I was, um, And I do think that us females get it more. I really couldn't tell you if my brother ever got asked if he had a girlfriend, ever. And it would repetitively, repetitively, I think that's the word, (laughs) happen to me at every family event. And, you know, I'd always feel, I'd always get quite embarrassed and I'd feel like, oh, I wish they wouldn't ask me this, like, I don't care. It's not a priority. And then again, on the other hand, everyone's different. Like everyone is different. And I am such a firm believer that you just have to do whatever makes you happy. And if you are someone that, you know, started dating when you were, I don't know, 10 years old and you've had a a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner one after the other, and that makes you happy, then there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you are happy and healthy and what you're doing and who you're seeing makes you feel good and the best person that you can be. I think, you know, bringing this back to the timeline, which I guess is the topic of today's episode, you just have to follow a timeline that makes you feel good. And whether that is 
getting into a relationship when you're 14 years old and, and being with that person forever, you know, that's your person. Or whether it's going out and having multiple one night stands throughout your 20s, your 30s, even your 40s, <laughs> who knows? And then finding that person maybe when you're 65 years old or, you know, dating someone for six weeks and deciding to get married. Whatever it is that makes you happy, I think that's what's important. And I I believe that's where you need to draw your timeline from. In work, in play, in love, in friendships. It has to come from your heart and what you feel is the right thing to do. And it can be really hard to do that without succumbing to the pressures of society, pressures from our loved ones, our friends, because conformity is something that can make us feel good because we're not going against the group. We're not going out on our own and, you know, trying to do something different and sometimes being left in the dark if you do something different because not everyone's going to agree or want to be a part of it but if something isn't right for you and it doesn't feel right then you do have to do that if it makes you feel good and I kind of think I did that growing up with boys and relationships you know I have a very colorful <laughs> history with that I I have never put it as a priority and I just let it come as it does I let it go as it does and you know my parents wouldn't be able to tell you if I've ever had a relationship a serious relationship because I'm way too selfish for that <laughs> um but then there's other people out there that I know who are engaged and they're my age and they're madly in love and it's perfect for them so it's knowing what's right for you and making decisions and choices that make you feel good and are going to put you onto the pathway that you want to head down. And whether that is going to university straight out of high school, you know, perhaps you know exactly what you want to do. You know that you want to go study for four years. You want to graduate and go straight into the workforce. Or perhaps you have no fucking idea and you're going to come out of high school and just fluff around it's fine. Maybe travel, you know, get a job or perhaps you'll do what I did and attempt multiple degrees. Waste. Well, no, I shouldn't say waste time, but, you know, fiddle around until you find what you're passionate about. It's fine. I think pressure needs to be lifted a little bit when it comes to these things. Obviously, we have lives to live. We have things that we have to do. We have bills to pay. We've got, you know, goals that we want to achieve but doing them in a mindful way that is going to make you feel better I think is really really important guys thank you so much for listening today I'm so sorry about the audio this is a fuck fest today I've got half of it done on my mic where it's all glitchy and shit half of it done through my computer um as you can hear that like tinny echo and you know the intro that sounds great. So we're going to get that sorted. That's going to get sorted. The mic's going to be fixed and it's going to sound fine without the weird like glitches in it. 
Um, but thank you so much for listening today. I hope that it was something that you could relate to. If it's not, send me a message. If it is, send me a message. If there's any topics that you really want to hear me talk about, also send me a message. We are going to be starting a little questions column in our next episode, which is going to come out in two weeks time, where I'm going to be talking to one of my good friends who is... Um, involved in yoga therapy. She's a yoga instructor. Um, So we're going to be chatting to her, having her on, and she's going to be a part of answering some of your questions. So thank you so much for listening in today. Again, I'm so bloody sorry about the audio. It's driving me nuts. I was editing and I was like, oh my god, I just want to redo the whole thing. But no. (laughs) Thank you again, guys, and I will talk to you all in two weeks.